Hello, good evening, good afternoon, good day, good morning, and good day to our guest, and welcome to a bonus episode of Gatecast on something both I and Mike swore we'd never do, but our guest this evening persuaded me to do it as an April Fool's thing. I don't know when Mike's going to release this. I pity the poor man editing it, but guest, you have been on before with us. You want to give yourself a quick intro? Yeah, I'm trying. I've done it. I've done, what, two or three episodes with you guys over the years, and it has been over the years. Yes. I actually had a look. I think the last time we recorded together was about 14 months ago. This is, uh, to our regular listeners, no, it's not, Brad. <laughs> no, it's not. Because Brad is basically, I, I believe I had you guys on a Skype text chat briefly, but Brad is almost at the co-host level. Yeah. Brad's recorded more episodes than Scott has, and Scott started this thing with <laughs> My boss actually asked me today how I found Mike, and I honestly can't remember. I think we met through Sci-Fi Dig. Um, yeah, probably. Because I'm fairly certain that's how I met you. Yeah, yeah, it was how we met. Of course, we have actually physically met, whereas Mike, I am still convinced 60% is actually an AI and is not a real person at all. I've seen his taste in movies. Let's hope he's not a real person. I hope. My boss seemed confused as to how I could record weekly with a guy for five years and I have no idea what he looks like or where he lives. But Mike is a very private person, and I've learned to respect that or edit the podcast myself. <laughs> so I'm going with option A. Yeah. We are looking at the region for... You guys are pal, aren't you? Yeah. We're going to try and cover two episodes, but I can't offer any absolute guarantees that the first episode is such a horrendous experience, we may not make it to the second one. But we'll do the best. I tried to be research bunny, but there is stunningly little information out there on this horrible, horrible mistake which I'd liken to uh, Vista or Windows 9. <laughs> and y you got to wonder, as I've said on previous recordings, how bad Windows 9 was that they thought 10 was a better idea. Indeed. The official story is that there... Uh, the unofficial story is that there was never a 9. 10 is what 9 was. But because certain uh, Windows updates and certain other programs are set to search for Windows 9 star as in 9x it will think it's 95 or 98 and get confused okay it's that badly written and speaking of someone that supports windows and microsoft operating systems professionally i'm entirely inclined to believe that <laughs> if microsoft didn't write such crap buggy software i wouldn't have a job well i probably would have a job but i'd have a different job yeah so speaking mm -hmm. of badly written are we going to get onto this thing or what Yes, as uh, Mike is inclined to say, it's the Region 4 Pal Edition. First episode runs for 20 minutes and 25 seconds. Okay then, I'm going to have to jump in here, since Alan hasn't actually told you what you're going to be listening to. Although I'm pretty sure you do know. This is episode 1 of Stargate Infinity called The Decision. Now back to your regular programming. And do you have a language preference for the countdown, which I always ask when we have a guest? No, not at all. Then I'll go with the classic. If you're all ready, you can watch along. We don't recommend it because, frankly, I don't recommend watching this thing ever. <laughs> but if you're crazy enough to listen to this, maybe you're crazy enough to actually enjoy it. If you do enjoy it, by all means, let us know. Give us feedback. We live for feedback. And on the plus side, the DVDs are cheap. I wonder why. Uh, Ever a three, Ever a doe, Ever a hain. 
clicky. And we're straight into badly drawn Anik action. Yes. We have no idea who these characters are. It's colourful though. And the cliff. Because we get this, and then we get a credit sequence with a very, very brief series of character names. Now, did you do your research, Bunny Bit? Sorry? As I understand that this is set 30 years after the original Stargate. Yeah, 30 something, I think. And our references. Oh god, singing? Yeah, pretty bad. Oh, God, that's so easy, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Actually, the style reminds me a lot of He-Man. Not the same company, but, you know, um, these guys did a lot of stuff in that era. I see touches of CG. Yeah. Oh, God, this is just awful. Even from the credit sequence, it's terrible. <laughs> And we're defying physics, of course. As you do. Right, will we ignore the fact that they'd have impacted spines at best and probably broken ribs at worst? Yeah, that's quite a fall there. Yeah. You're still being shot at. And if we just sit here, we'll... Get nailed. Although they, they do do one thing that I, I, I thought was quite interesting, because... In any of the shows, they never really took vehicles much until the puddle jumpers through the stargates. I suppose because the size of it. it does make sense that they might take quad bikes or motorbikes through for refunds and stuff. That being said, it's about the only thing that makes sense. I am told that no cadet completes the course on his first attempt. Morv. So I'm assuming they're they're. Uh... This is where I get off. What the hell is that? What the hell is what? That green thing. Uh, that would be the alien sidekick. Oh dear. <laughs> Don't you love the um, pastel colour uniforms? Yeah. Absolutely. And there's our hero. Yeah. You can tell he's our hero because he has a scar. <laughs> of course. Lieutenant, take your men and recon beyond that ridge to the south. I'll secure the camp perimeter. I can't, uh, well, what is it with SG and alien races who have apostrophes? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yes, sir. Jones, pick it, saddle up, we're moving out. This was our first encounter with the alien race we have come to know as the Tlacan. Major Bonder sent his troops into an ambush in clear violation of his orders. Arr? Oh, dear. Will the defendant rise? Mm. Is that meant to be his niece? Maybe oh no, there's his niece. Yep, she definitely serves in the military. Now that voice sounds familiar. And I probably should have researched more. Probably done a lot of other animations. I may be new to command here, Major Bonner. But I respect the challenges of off-planet duty. Is there anything you would like to add in your defense? Being an officer, a soldier, just being an adult for that matter, 
means making decisions and living with the consequences. A decision was made and an order was given on PR 6308 that cost us a lot of good men and women. Someone gave the order to send that patrol out, but it wasn't me. Yeah, the director... So, this seems to have been written by a... Well, certainly a pair of relatives, possibly brothers. ...but to find you guilty of disobeying orders and gross dereliction of duty. Written's a bit of a stretch, don't you think? Yeah. That's it. He did it. Oh, dear. Really? Yeah, such a shame that this animation is so cheap-looking. Mm-hmm. Even for the time. ...in rescuing the survivors of his team. For this reason, the court will deliberate further to determine a fitting punishment. Until then... Yes, but he's a major. He's not a... Uh... ...without duties or authority. What a shame. Oh, subtle bad guy reference. <laughs> this was uncovered in an Egyptian tomb... That looks like a sarcophagus. Yep. The sarcophagus is made of Nakwara. The same alien mineral as the Stargate. Exactly, Mr. Echo. Sorry I'm late, Dr. Mason. It won't happen again. Just in case she's wondering who the bad guy was. Yeah. It takes a while to settle into new duties. More apostrophes. The sarcophagus may contain physical evidence left behind by the ancients who built the Stargates. I've broken the seal. Let's see what's inside. There's a shades of Dr. Smith about this guy, isn't there? That's a good point. Yeah, I, I could go with that. No, it's just a mummy. Let's be sure. Sarcophagi don't walk like that. Well, it's not. It's obviously not a sarcophagus in the sense that we think of a sarcophagus, is it? No, it's a actual sarcophagus. Remember, this was made in two thousand one. Uh, yeah, about then. I think two thousand one, two thousand two. With some kind of organic mass inside. I see. That looks like a uh, gold. In fact, that's what I thought when I first watched this episode. I've never seen one this big before. Dr. Mason, it moved. Yeah, at about three frames a second. It must be a glitch in the machine. <laughs> oh dear. The artifact is 5,000 years old. <gasps> it's growing! Yeah, that's definitely even not even subtle shades of the uh, chest bu- chestbuster from Alien, isn't it? <laughs> and it even has that sort of look to it, that yeah, Giger-esque look. Yeah, slimy. The, the only thing it's missing is a second internal mouth. <laughs> Kill it! Kill it! Kill it with fire! <laughs> Just scared. How do you know? Seems to have grown a lot in the last few seconds. Yeah, it grows pretty quick. Yeah. Is it going to be a face hugger? Because in my version of this movie, they said hop straight out of the helmet in it here. In a bell jar. Yeah. That was probably an ad break. People, people, this is the point at which most people turned off. <laughs> they lasted that long? Uh, Mike didn't last this long. Mike admits he lasted five minutes. Yes. This is a very, very female team. Reminds you of the SGA episode where there was an all-female commando team. One of which, of course, died. Yeah, actually, yeah, you have a point. It is a fairly female-dominated team. Mm. 
it's developing so quickly. There's no way of knowing with an alien life form, but it could reach maturity very soon. And there's Dr. Smith again. Yes. And if it is the ancient, it's time to stop being Captain Grimes. And his natural form looks like something out of Lost in Space, too. Yes. Okay, I'm going to jump in here again because there's about a minute where Shane and Alan don't actually say anything. Maybe they were too enraptured with the action on screen. You never know. But here we have a shape-changing alien. I haven't seen them before, have we? <laughs> Someone like Gus Bonner. You know, uh, as soon as I graduate from the academy and finish my Stargate training, I'll be going to the stars. Actually, you'll be going to planets orbiting stars. If you went to a star, you'd be vaporized by the heat. Uh, no danger of that here. Remind me again, this is a kid show. It is, isn't it? Carry on, cadet. Sorry about the court-martial verdict, Major. I know you'll clear yourself with Stargate Command. I'll settle for revenge. Huh? <gasps> All they seem to do is gasp. They do. They do it a lot. For an answer to a Zach gun, or are they actually no? And the occasional bit of groaning as well. Mm -hmm. Be sure to tell Stargate Command I said that. To operate a Stargate, become a Stargate operator. Being the girl should do it nicely. Oh look, the Iris. You think they'd replace the Irish with the energy shield type of thing that they have in SGA at this point, since Atlantis did actually park on Earth. <laughs> of course, this was made before Atlantis was made. Indeed to give orders, sir. If you don't leave the area, I'll have to place you under arrest. I'm already under arrest. I just want to look at the Stargate one last time. Yeah, stand in range of the... There's no the way it was that long. That ramp looks about 150 meters. <laughs> to dozens of different worlds. Sometimes at night I look at the sky, at the stars, and wonder which ones I've been to. I was never any good at astronomy. So is this the deliberate distancing from Jack O'Neill? I think it's the deliberate distancing from pretty much everything. Who opened the iris? <gasps> oh, for love of God, can the females in the show do something other than gasp? <laughs> That's not even a proper kawush. Couldn't they animate a kawush? Just not as if they didn't have enough examples. I've seen cakes that are better renderings of the wormhole than that. <laughs> what are you Get down! Oh, oh. We gotta get to the armory! But you're under... Just go! Are they anti old weapons? Sir? These guys are really terrible. Yeah. These guys are really terrible at their job. Everybody's terrible. The bad guys are terrible. The good guys are terrible. Establish a defensive perimeter. I will secure the ancient. Oh, gods. Stargate Command is under attack. All personnel report to emergency stations. This is not a drill. <laughs> uh, I 
wish somebody turned off that alarm. What? Bull grinding. Hmm? Uh, there. No, I'm just... I can't face the second episode. <laughs> I figured that's how it'd go. I'm not sure I can face the entirety of this episode. You're over the halfway mark now. So, I mean, I, I've been... Possibly... possibly well, past the halfway mark, actually, yeah. You said... What have we got? Oh, dear. Eight minutes. We only have to suffer another eight minutes of this. <laughs> My apologies, Dr. Mason, but some friends of mine have need of your discovery. Yeah, dear. They're going to kill the teddy bears. Okay. Or whatever they're meant to be. Lizardy, airy-looking creatures. Not much to look at. Take it to the Stargate. I'm stained. Yes. The humans will know someone told us about the ancient and opened the iris on the Stargate. Why well, use the human reference? Let them look. I've arranged things just like I did on PR6308. Hmm. Exposition? Indeed. <laughs> well, you don't want there to be any doubt that your um, good guy was actually guilty of what he was charged for. Oh, for pity's sake, though. I mean, come on. ...into his image so no one would question his orders. Then I sent the patrol into an ambush. Now I've made it look like Bonner has betrayed Stargate Command to get revenge for being court-martialed. Very clever, Nephestus. Almost worthy of a Tlacan. Now, hit me with the stun blast so it'll look like I tried to stop you. This is... Those things don't have a stun setting. Well, maybe they do now. <laughs> you don't actually see anyone really getting hit by anything which is definitely lethal. Uh-oh. That armor doesn't look terribly practical. Yeah. Dr. Mason, we're on our way to secure the lab. Come in, Dr. Mason. She's not responding. Let's hope we're not too late. Oh, for pity's sake. Hold it right there. I wanted to believe you just made a mistake on 308. But you're a traitor, Major. And you know what happens to traitors. Okay, I'm back again. Another quick piece of audio where <laughs> I think Alan and Shane just gave up the ghost and wanted to do anything but talk about the show so what do they do to traitors then hopefully uh criminal proceedings court case not out and out execution which by the sounds of it what he wants to do take his weapons harrison stacy not your day huh major we're wasting time we have to get to the lab to protect that creature and suddenly she's got psychic powers indeed <laughs> How many more times can I say indeed in 20 minutes? Oh, this... I, I was thinking about the alien in the lab, and suddenly I felt like I was moving. Like I was going down a corridor. The Tlacan may have already reached the lab and taken the creature. Oh, my. Hit him off at the pass. There's a pass? <laughs> okay, forget it. They used to say that in westerns. Cowboy movies? It's before your time. It actually is clearly before the time whoever wrote this as well. Let's go. After you. Yeah. Okay then. Um, let's go. I'm not sure I can comment coherently on this. I can just look at it and point and laugh. Maybe because I've just seen such a fun movie, it seems even worse. That could maybe, be. maybe because I've been a fan of Stargate since it started. And how did they dial from here? Ah, okay. That's fair enough. Stand closer so we can get killed by the coach. <laughs> it's just that even the... You'd think 
if they're gonna spend nothing on animation, you think they'd spend something on the dialing sequence, which is something they're probably gonna use repeatedly. Yeah. And now suddenly they're going to all fours because they're being dog like. Get the ancient through the stargate! I presume those aren't stun blast. Hey, that dude moaned instead of groaning. That's true. People's aim hasn't really improved much. I don't recall that glass breaking. No, I figure after this got cancelled, they all went on and got jobs stormtroopers. <laughs> I have stormtroopers here. They need our help in there. Just stay where you are, sir. Uh, guess not. They've got us cut off, yet we can retreat to where the others are. So that's not really cut off, is it? No, not really. Kid, get down! Oh, for pity's sake. Let's get with the others. The bad guys are caricatures. Yeah. This is almost like a show that was in development before they got the right Stargate, and then stuck a Stargate in it. You can't escape, humans! Surrender the Ancient, and I'll let you go free. No, you won't. As soon as they move away from the creature, blast them. You'll be free, free to die. So, uh, so let me get this straight. If they shoot one of the non-main characters, then it's a lethal blast or severely crippling. If they shoot one of the main characters, then they're just knocked out for a few seconds. So it seems. What about what you said about him? I don't know. This could be the guy who shot me, or it could be the guy who's been helping us fight the bad guys. But somebody's got to make a choice, right or wrong, and deal with it. Let's do it. You think they'd use some kind of anti-grav instead? Yeah, especially since one of the one of the characters does have that personal flight suit thing. <laughs> Apparently the green alien has been watching the Terminator movies in terms of driving style. That's the only, because that's just a straight lift. They didn't bother to animate this bit. That's the only, that, that's CG. Because it actually looks good. And that's a drawing. It's a static drawing. You notice that? You can tell they got a proper artist to draw the backgrounds, but the actual cell animation bit is just, whoa. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'd say, I'd say it's a matte painting, but it's animation, so technically the whole thing is a matte painting. Yeah, let's go to the enemy stronghold. Because the enemy stronghold will have easily blastable thing. A DHD. So I get to have grown a little bit in this world. Uh, no, I think the groaning you're hearing is the sheer pain from the people who've been unfortunate enough to have to have those on my credits list on IMDb. <laughs> what sort of planet, sir? Better one than this. Now the thing is, if they actually blew up the DHD, the explosion would carry to the Stargate and would level half the planet. Because we recently went, did you see the SGA episode where Stargates are blowing up yet? Um, it's not ringing any bells. No, I don't think I have. It's the two-parter with Daniel Jackson. 
No, pretty sure I haven't seen it. That, ladies and gentlemen, was Stargate Infinity. And to spare both your blushes and our mutual sanity, I think we're going to leave it there. Are you inclined to agree, Shane? Bear in mind, this was your idea. Oh, I'm okay with that. But now at least you can say, for the sake of thoroughness or whatever, you've seen an episode. The incredible world of dick. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. (laughs) The episode I watched was different, I think. I'm not entirely sure. If I wasn't drinking at the time, I felt I should have been, and I probably was by the time the episode finished. <laughs> even if it, even if it was in the middle of the after, I caught it on a channel I was flicking around. I can't remember what channel had the grave misfortune to actually show it, but... I think one of the great gems about that is um, Stargate's actually a franchise that blend itself really well to our quality animated series, and that wasn't it. I mean, even now, if you wanted to continue the franchise I, I think an animated show might be the way to go but um yeah that thing was a bit of a travesty i know uh, in terms of animation and i've seen i've seen all three of the in banks productions live action stuff but he always said he didn't care what they did if they did the culture stuff once they got the spaceships right and on discussion on the board people have always said it lent itself because the thing with animation is the special effects budget is unlimited. Well, almost. You know, you can do pretty much anything you want. Compared to practical effects, I do like practical effects. I prefer practical effects over CG. Mm. You compare something like Existence, Lynch operating in, in pretty much solid practical effects, or John Carpenter's The Thing. Yep. You know, there's a lot to be said for something which is tangible and which is very clearly physically molded and created. Yeah. Even since you brought it out, you look at, say, um, John Carpenter's The Thing, and then the prequel made, what, 20-odd years later or something like that? And um, the effects don't hold up anywhere near as well for the prequel as compared to the original. Indeed not. Should we officially wrap the recording side of this? I think we probably should put everybody out of their music, don't you? Yeah, I think we should give everyone a break. Okay then, I'm going to jump right back in here. Next week we are going to be looking at Inheritance which is a Season 1 episode of Poltergeist The Legacy. Quite a few uh, familiar Stargate faces, both behind and in front of the camera, so it worked out as a pretty good bonus episode. Since the beginning of time, mankind has existed between the world of light and the world of darkness. Our secret society has been here forever, protecting others from the creatures who inhabit the shadows and the night, known only to the initiated by our true name, The Legacy. As always, we'd love to hear from you about Stargate or any of these bonus shows. If you want to get in touch with us, here are the details. The contact form, which is on our website, which is at gatecast.co.uk. Or you can send us an email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Google+, and are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all the links on our website. If you have a minute, then a rating or review on either of those services would be most welcome. The standalone RSS feed, which lists every episode we've released, can also be found on our website, under Mission Reports. That link can be copied and manually added to a podcatcher, and will give you direct access on that device to all the shows, unlike iTunes, which only lists the previous 25. Right then, let's go back to Alan and Shane and wrap it up. This has been Stargate Infinity. I was thinking of doing two episodes, but to be brutally honest with you, 
I think I've made you guys suffer enough. Now, I believe Brad wanted to do the whole thing. So, Brad, feel free to steal this bonus show as content for your uh, full coverage, but I think even Brad isn't that masochistic. <laughs> and if he is, Brad, you're a braver man than me. And that's coming from a fellow Australian, although he's NT, isn't he? Or Queensland, he's not the same. Uh, you're technically Victoria. Yeah, yeah, we're technically Victoria, yeah. just like you're technically English. Ooh. There are claims from the Kiwis that Victoria stole you, and there's claims from Victoria that they're desperately trying to give you back. <laughs> Pretty much. Nobody actually wants Tasmania. No. Right, well, thank you for suffering through this with us, if you did. If you just listened, then you can probably tell we didn't really talk much about the episode. Well, there'll be other bonus episodes. I think he released Saving Hope last Christmas. The hope was to pop this out for April Fool's. That was Shane's idea anyway. But we'll uh, bang this up and see what Mike does with it. Heaven help him. <laughs> this is right you want to promote? Um, not really. Occasionally turn up on something, but nothing on a regular base. Nothing mm -hmm. recent. So you're an irregular regular? Yeah, pretty much. For this one and hopefully only time on Gatecast, Stargate Infinity, I've been Alan. I've been Shane. Good night. <laughs> You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.